Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Flaky Biscuit is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. We're ready to roll to ensure the integrity of the catfish (laughs) being served flaky and hot. We are ready to do it, Nick. Let's get it. sick again baby we really did it we really did it this time welcome to flaky biscuit and today is very special because i just cracked the beer i'm about to oh, crack another go. beer crack it crack cheers it. baby we, cheers. We, we out here with the homie pal but you already know flaky biscuit in each episode we're cooking up delicious morsels of nostalgia today was one of the most challenging meals i've had to prepare all right and remember these meals and recipes have comforted and guided our guests to success all right each episode i'm making a recipe from scratch and y'all are in for a treat this recipe is fire you know what i'm saying because your boy he's been doing this for a minute listen you already know who i am i'm brian ford today i got something something i've got <laughs> someone <laughs> i've got someone, someone so very special in the kitchen today I'm, I'm loving the new orleans energy my guest today is a star hip-hop artist Come on. who is breaking down barriers in the music industry literally exploding out of new orleans scene into the mainstream his music videos have been featured in tom and jerry the movie he's traveling the whole world rocking sold out shows he's worked with multiple brands like reebok and samsung and I, I can't even keep up with how high you are going my friend we're welcoming jared pell Pellerin to Flaky hey, Biscuit. Thank you for having me. Man, let me thank tell you, you something, bro. Me, thank bro. you for being here today. I'm extremely excited for this episode. Me too. I'm excited for this catfish. I'm, 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 <laughs> He's trying to bypass the pleasantries here to the <laughs> listeners at home. Why don't you tell the listeners what you had me make as your nostalgic meal today? So what we have is catfish, we got mac and cheese, and we got collard greens 
it's about to go down. Yeah. Here, and it, it looks beautiful. I just, I can't wait. All right. So we're going to do something a little bit different. Usually we'll talk, we'll banter and blah, blah, blah. But because the fish is fresh out of the fryer and it's hot, we are going to go straight into eating. And then we're going to give you all, all the dirty details about why this meal is nostalgic. I'm starving too. I mean, we just, we're, <laughs> we're, we're both sipping a light Pilsner beer. It's one o'clock in New Orleans on a Friday. Like we, we, about, to, we about to throw it out. Thanks. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you. Oh my God. Now I, here it comes, here it comes. Ah, mama, oh mama. Yeah. We're digging straight in here. Flaky biscuit. All right, he hitting the mac and cheese oh, wow. first. Mac okay. first. He's hitting the mac first. You know, you got to work your way around before you get to the main. Mm. Mm. Oh. oh my God. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. We got the shell mac. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we gonna talk all about the shell mac. Cause I don't play with no elbows. <laughs> mm. We going straight into the fish. I'm gonna get a little ketchup oh on mine. They don't cook like this down under, do they? They do not. <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners, Pell was just absolutely decimating the music scene in Australia for, what were you, for a couple weeks down there? Yeah, I was down there um, with my buddy, Young Franco, mm-hmm. and we did Falls Fest, Elevate, Heaps Good, just a bunch of festivals. It was my first time in Australia. They have so much slang. Mm-hmm. It's wild. I think that New Orleans has slang, and then I go down there. It was like, you know, learning a new language. Right. <laughs> they say heaps a lot. Heaps like in, like in, this catfish right now. I just cracked it open. It's heaps good. That's what they were saying. <laughs> it's heaps he- good, mate. It's heaps good, mate. I don't know what heaps means, but I'm assuming it's like banging. Uh-huh. Mm. A lot mm-hmm. or very, mm-hmm. very good. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm getting down too. That's what I love about this podcast. I just get to eat a bunch of food all the time. That's real. Do you eat everything that you put on your Instagram story? All the reels? Oh. <laughs> Do you eat all that bread? <laughs> What is your workout routine? No, 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 no. I don't. Um, <laughs> the reason I don't is because for about three to four years, I did. <laughs> <laughs> then I gained about 60 pounds. Oh, my God. Yeah. So now I'm cooking. I just have to donate it or give it to the neighbors. Like I usually bring my neighbors a bag of bread. I'll pull up and make pizza with, with extra dough. Whoever's around, I'm like, yo, let me pull up with the oven, man. I got all this dough. I can't be making this. Wow. I gotta you pull a rapper, up. huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pull up with all this dough. Let me pull up with all this dough real quick. Oh, my huh? God. I love it. That's wow. also crazy that like that you monitored that you gained 60 pounds. That's like a <laughs> lot to realize you gained. The realization started to happen when my, you know, my mom loves me to death, but she'll let me know how I look. Like, oh, you're crying, you need a haircut. It's all love. Mm-hmm. And when she said my face was looking puffy, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> all right. Then I kind of, I stepped back and I was like, man, I eat so much bread. I'd be making all these videos and testing recipes. <laughs> I just did a cookbook, 150 recipes. I mean. Let's go. What I'm going to do, not taste them? Exactly. I mean, I got to eat. Just ship them to me. <laughs> well. Literally. So now that we got the hot food onto the plate, Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mouthful, trying to talk and everything. <laughs> I'm not fighting it. <laughs> this is beautiful. We, we, have beautiful a, we have a thing called the Clean Plate Club for our guests who finish your plate. This was a heaping Southern portion plate. You know, you can nibble on it throughout the episode. So maybe you join a Clean Plate Club. Maybe you don't. <laughs> is that a challenge? It is definitely a challenge. I definitely want my guests to finish their food every time. But before we get into the clean plate elements, before we even talk about what you think about this particular dish that I cooked for you, whenever you have a moment in between bites, I would love to know, what does this meal really mean to you? <laughs> the listeners are dying to know, and so am I. So give it to me. My first memory of having this dish brings me back to before Hurricane Katrina. I used to always visit my grandmother in Jackson, Mississippi. 
um, when we were there, my mom would always cook, my grandma would cook, and then my aunties would always cook. So yeah. the whole family was cooking. Mm -hmm. More so, I feel like my grandma than everybody else because she had the recipes up here. Yeah. The memories that I have associated with Jackson and like going to visit my grandma are definitely catfish because we used to either she would make it or we would go to a place called Cock of the Walk. Cock of the Walk. Cock of the Walk. Cock of the Walk. Yeah. We would go either to those two places, like my grandmothers are there. And then the Mac is something that's like a family specialty because we have, excuse me, we actually have a cookbook. My family has a cookbook. What? Yeah, Mace family cookbook is coming soon. Oh, shoot. Hey, so the Mac and cheese, which I actually have made this Mac and cheese before, uh, usually has like, you know, some Ritz crackers. It's like a casserole. Oh, so you know you got shit. The, that boy said Ritz crackers. Yeah. I actually put elbows in it. Okay. Know? All right. Elbows. We got mild cheddar. We got a little mayonnaise. We got a little salt pepper and then. We got, you know, a little garnish at the end with the wrist crackers, you feel me? So it got a little crunch. So <laughs> I remember this because this is one of the first dishes that I was a part of making. Right. You know what I mean? And right. I feel like that kind of got me closer with the family because a family that eats together stays together. And like, it's like a communal thing. So. 100%. How long ago was that? That I made it for the first time? Yeah. Probably like... Eight years ago, eight probably years yeah, ago. yeah, yeah. That you made it for, yeah, but, you, but you've been eating. I made it in LA, and it was a hit. How about the collars, though? So I braised those with ham hock. That's how I get down with it. But I'm curious to know, like, no, what? How do you remember it? That's how I remember it too. You can't do one without the other. <laughs> um, there's a real good marriage right here. <laughs> yeah, um, flavor profile out the out the wazoo. <laughs> the boy picking up some new Australian words you know, coming wazoo. in. Wazoo, it's wow. heaps heaps good, it, mate, it's, and it's, it's wazoo. Oh, shoot. Prawns on the bobby. Damn, you should do some I don't action. eat catfish out there. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't. That's, that's British. They I'm going to stop. They don't eat catfish in New York either. People just don't respect catfish. That's real. You know what it's called? Swahi. You ever have a Swahi filet? It's like <laughs> no. a, it's like another fish that's similar to catfish. So when I'm like, when I'm in New York, I go to the Swahi. store. Swahi. I'm like, yo, y'all got catfish? They say, yes, we have catfish. They show me. And I'm like, this is Swahi, bro. This hmm. is not catfish. Some restaurants out here in New Orleans are trying to get away with it too because it's cheap. Swahi? It's very, very cheap, cheap, cheap fish. So you, How do you tell the difference? The flavor is grittier. Let's be honest. Catfish is not like the cleanest fish per se, but I think the flesh of catfish is clean to the yeah. palate. I think it's smooth. I think it's buttery when it's done right. Swahi comes out a little bit grainy. It comes out a little mm. bit. The texture gets a little rubbery and, and it's just not right. It's not right. It's just not right. And so I had catfish once at this place. And I was like, man, this, this must be that Swahi shit, bro. Also, while you were doing that, I just like put the fork in again. And like, I think you could even hear it. Watch, listen to this. You hear that flake? Yeah. Ooh, you hear that? Yeah, you we, hear that? Yeah, we definitely heard that. All right. So, so we got the catfish. If you're from the South. Mm-hmm. Probably you, you, somebody in your family is cooking catfish. Definitely. So you said it was your, how many aunts, aunties were cooking? I have two aunts. You got two aunts and they specialize in the kitchen, right? Yes. They're amazing. All of them are good in the kitchen. Y'all got a cookbook coming out. So it's like the, the, the history is really running deep here. Oh, it's really, this. yeah. Shout out to the Mace family. <laughs> That's on my mom's side. I look forward to every family reunion. And also like with catfish too, it's funny. Like you said, being in the South, everybody makes it. But also, I feel like I have a special connection with catfish because I'm allergic to shellfish. Like, so I'm, am I. I'm from New Orleans, and I'm allergic to shellfish, right? So I could never be the person eating crab, crawfish, all the other things that people like to eat, shrimp, all that. And that's crazy that you're allergic to it. Are we long-lost brothers? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. What? Maybe we got the same haircut kind of guy. I have, ne crazy. I have but, never um, met someone else in this predicament. Yeah. Because it's no. a predicament. 
It's, it's, it's people man. having the crawfish boil and you like, yeah. can you just make me some sausage on the side with the corn and the, and the mushrooms on the side? Yes. That's what we got to do. Yeah. Has it been your whole life or did My it? whole life. Oh, shoot. So you can't miss what you had never had. I got it taken away from me. Oh my God. I was 15 eating a shrimp po' boy. What did you do to deserve no, that? No, I don't know, man. <laughs> can we ask the heavens? What did you do? We was eating, uh, <laughs> I think my dad bought home once. It was like shrimp fried rice and I started having these crazy reactions. And my mm. family thought it was because I kept going in the woods in our backyard. We thought it was like poison ivy. My face was blowing up. I couldn't oh, no. breathe. Happened two times. Happened three times. And, you know, my family was real. They gave me some Vicks and a Gatorade. <laughs> it was like, uh, go to your room. Put some Robitussin. Put on. some Robitussin on it. Then one day I'm eating a shrimp po' boy and I had never gone into the woods or anything. I was just eating it and I, and I blew up. And that was the moment that I was like, man, if I keep eating this, I'm going I'm to get murked. Damn. Well, I'm glad you're here today. I am here Crazy. today, EpiPen and all. But EpiPen, uh, you got you got it on you. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. I, I always leave it at home. Like I have one, and I never bring it with me. We are we are family. <laughs> you bring you leave we it too. Yeah. Did yeah, you bring God. it to Australia? No. Yeah, at least you I didn't even know. bring it to Australia. If you dodge, you dodge. <laughs> Look, I feel that. I, <laughs> Look, management on the side is like, no, 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 my friend. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I, I'm very serious about. I didn't bring it with me. <laughs> All right, so I'm sure the listeners are wondering what you thought of the meal. Before we get into your thoughts of what I prepared for you and if it brought you back to those memories, I'm going to actually kind of explain a little bit of what I did so that you have some context. Okay. Uh, we'll start with the mac. I did not bake it. We got to talk about this. Baked macaroni, baked mac and cheese versus just a mac and cheese. I feel like it's a very contentious thing. <laughs> Let's I talk think, about it. I think the type of noodle you use, like whether it's a shell or an elbow, that's whatever. It's just it's pasta, right? But baking it or not baking it, I think changes the texture. So like, I made a little like kind of bechamel type sauce or a little roux, whatever. Added mm. the cheddar, mild cheddar, actually. Okay. You know, I shredded it. A little bit of shallots and garlic powder into the cheese sauce. Mm. A little bit of seasoned salt. And then I just tossed it directly into the shells with shaved Parmesan. Oh, my God. All right. So I shaved some Parmesan in there. And then I added, some, crack, added some cracked black pepper. For the collard greens... I got some beautiful fresh collards today, actually. They were some of the most beautiful I've ever gotten from a grocery store. They were so they were so luscious and green. Very simply, you got some ham hocks, chicken stock, onion, garlic, seasoning. Let that kind of boil up, simmer. I threw in the greens. I kind of let them braise a little bit. And for the catfish, I do a double. So I do a little station where there's three bowls. Home deep frying 101 <laughs> for the listeners. Deep frying at home is a pain, all right? Because <laughs> disposing of oil is difficult. You cannot pour it down the drain. Um, so three bowls. The first bowl is just white flour. Okay. The second bowl is three eggs, about a half a cup of milk, maybe less, maybe a fourth cup, and some seasoning. Whisk that very well. And the third bowl is flour with a bunch of seasoning. Could be seasoned salt like Tony's. Could just be paprika, cayenne, whatever you want to put. Dredge, blah, 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 and into the oil at 375. The oil is 375 okay. so that it doesn't burn over. That's the process, my friend. Remember to check Shondaland.com for the recipe. We'll be right back. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. 
For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next-day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to Flaky Biscuit. I think we're about time for the drum roll. Did you go back in time when you ate this meal? Yes. Wow. I'm seeing stars. (laughs) I'm seeing Mississippi roads. Mississippi roads. Yeah. Interesting. So... Explain a Shout little out bit. to North State Street. Yeah, come on. Tell me where it brought you back to, man. Tell me exactly what man, you're feeling. Where it really, are you? It really brought me back to Azalea Drive, which is where my grandmother used to live. And going back to behind her house, there was this little creek. Mm. And we used to go there. After we would eat, it would be me, my cousins, a couple of us. Even like a lot of us wound up living there after Hurricane Katrina. Like it was like probably like 11 of us in that house. And wow. I know. It's crazy. So we would go to this little creek behind a crib, like me, my brother, and my cousins, and kind of just hang out. That would be like the time to just have our little version of adventure, like when we were little kids. Yeah. And I always associate that with after a meal, and especially a meal like this. So, yeah. Damn. I'm really glad I brought you back there, my I hope friend. I brought somebody else back. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, I think part of my life has been split because of living in New Orleans and living in Mississippi and mm-hmm. like 
the connection is kind of there with the catfish. You right. know what I mean? It's a right. southern thing. Right. It blends them together. Right. No, that's true. I mean, I think especially being in the South, like the food that we cook here is indicative of your family life as well. You know, I live in New York and the food there is incredible. The food that you can find from every other country and, you know, you find super authentic things from all around the world. But the South is unique because true. what people cook and crave and eat and what families gather over, it's that soul food. It's like a, a uniform for us to wear mm. in a way. It's like, you know, yeah. if, you, if you go and visit your mom's house or something, you expecting to put that uniform on. You, exactly. We ain't ordering Chinese. We ain't ordering. No. Pizza. You might order a pizza every now and then. Crew. Mama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you understand what I'm saying? Like your relationship with the South, it almost starts with food. Facts. And I think whether you're a musician, a cook, a baker, or a graphic artist, whatever it is that you are, if you're in the South, I feel like your relationship in life starts with food. That's it's real. like, it's undeniable. That's real. At least it's undeniable. One of the first songs I ever wrote was about Jambalaya. Really? It never came not? out. It never came out. Surprise. Really? Yeah. So it's not, uh, it's not public. It's not out. I'll send it to you. Send it to okay, me. I'll send it and to And we'll you. play it on the, on the pod quick. Just like a snip. Just, like, just a, a little just snippet. Just like a jam. Yeah. Jam. 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 Yeah. <laughs> food is very important. Like you said, it's the way that food to me, especially in the South is communal. Everybody gathering around a dish, a table, a spread, whatever you got. Music is the same for me too. So like they're both communal type of arts in a yeah. way. I think that cooking, especially this, this is art. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I devoured it. It's almost gone. I'm almost part of the clean. You, you will be in time. In a second. I'm talking right yeah, now. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but the idea of like sharing ideas and sharing that time and quality time with people comes from being around a centerpiece that's like tied into the community and the culture. And I think food is that in the South just as much as music is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm especially for New Orleans. A hundred percent. And it's interesting that you bring up New Orleans. How did you go from on the streets of Mississippi eating up a plate of catfish? <laughs> how did you get to become, uh, you know, world traveling, crowd rocking musician? You know what I mean? Like wh at what point Sheesh. did you realize your calling was in music? And how did you use your heritage from the South to kind of transform your ability to grow? Wow. Didn't happen overnight, but I think in the transition from me realizing that I wanted to do it full time. I was in school at Mississippi State. Go dogs. Uh, go dogs. <laughs> go dogs. Uh, so like, yeah, I, I was there and I feel like it started with just the people that were surrounding me. I think we were all Southerners. My collaborators at the time, shout out to That Feel Good. All of y'all know who you are. You know, steel sharpens steel. And I feel like us all being creatives kind of fueled one another to take it there mm -hmm. to the point where I started touring around Starkville, which is where Mississippi State is. And then even further, when I got my first manager, shout out to Chris, I wound up traveling the whole East Coast, did like a, a little tour, get a call from 300, which is now known as a big label, you know, they mm -hmm. were just starting. So Leor Cohen calls me and me and Juan are underneath Claiborne Bridge. Like, I think he's eating shellfish. I don't even think I'm eating. I think I was just chilling. And I get a call and I answer it and it's like, Lee or Cohen, like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Damn. Atlantic, Def Jam, all this stuff, you mm -hmm. know? One of the most powerful people in music, especially to a kid, you know what I mean? At that time, it was crazy. So like, he was like, yeah, this is Leor. And I was like, what? <laughs> what are we doing? I go to LA, I wind up traveling a lot more and started working on things. I never signed a deal but um, made good relations with a lot of the people, the producers that I met, shout out to Ludwig Gorenson, and started making an album. And that was called Floating While Dreaming. 
and Vaughn, I, that was the first one that was the first one yeah it was about 2014 right yes 2014 look you research i have a laptop in front of me <laughs> so that was the album you started making that was the first kind of like break yeah that was the first commercial thing because you know i kind of was in the era of the live mixtapes slash like dat piff you know what i mean mm -hmm. i was trying to get my like before it became an album there was an idea of can we put this on live mixtapes and get like DJ Wally Sparks to like, to, you know what I mean? To yeah. sponsor this, like shout out to Wally Sparks. But like the idea of that project and how it came together is really what made me start thinking big. A team started building. I had a team in LA, still have members of that team. We really just started pushing stuff. So it went crazy. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot in between, right? I don't know what you want to talk about, but it's no, we could be here me. for three hours. Then let's be here for three hours. All right, bet. Okay, God. All right. <laughs> nah, so like, give it to me. Nah. So like even in 2014, end of 2014, I meet G Easy. You know, I went to college with him. What? He used to make music with this guy named Malcolm Concept. I don't know whatever happened to Malcolm, but it was in the, in the dorm room in Beaver Hall. Okay. And I would work out with this guy, Malcolm. And I was like, yo, I like to make beats. You know, I was like studying a kind yeah. and I'll make a little beats. And he's like, yo, you should come kick it with the homie in the room. So I go and it's g -Eazy. Mm -hmm. And I knew him because he was performing at the Republic and he was doing his little New Orleans blow up. They used to have those uh, electronic takeovers. Oh, yeah, yeah sir. Was, uh, yeah, him and uh, my boy, Christoph Anderson. Christoph Anderson. Yeah, 100%. shout out to Christoph. Yeah, shout out to all the, anyway. So shout out g -Eazy. shout out Loyola. I remember when he graduated and everything and like, you know, obviously he rose pretty quickly. And so the fact that you work with him that's, yeah. that's insane. It was cool to me too, especially like early, you know yeah. what I mean? I had already heard of him because of Christoph and Christoph was producing for him at the time. And I remember seeing the electronic takeovers and going there as a fan and just being like, whoa, like, yeah. and when, when we linked up, he would always come back around and be like, Pell, but I need, I need to hop on that 1111, <laughs> like, cause it was a song that I already had released. And I was like, dog, it's already out, man. It's already <laughs> like, you know, cause I would perform it when I was on the road with him. He brought yeah. me on tour. Damn. I did like four days with him on the Beta of the Universe tour. I got to meet another really talented dude from the city named Blizzy. Okay. Jeezy's drummer. I gotcha. think still is. And um and Loyalty Club. Like he's got a brand. He's got everything out here in the city and does really great stuff. It was really good to meet him. And just the the team that he had around him really inspired me to take it to the next level. Like I'm saying, like think big. So after that tour, go to LA, get an agent get a lawyer, get like all of that figured out. <laughs> yeah. And I want to move to LA, but I don't have funds. So mm. we're trying to get a publishing deal. Uh -huh. I wind up in the interim of like trying to solidify the publishing deal, doing a couple of more shows and whatnot. But I wind up signing with Pulse for publishing. And that affords me the opportunity to go to LA full time. Okay. So during this time, I was working at Subway at the airport. Right, because I was a, another type of artist. I was a sandwich artist. Oh, you know I mean? so I, I used to be. I used to be. I used yeah. to be cooking too. Yes, sir. You know, yeah, double man. entendre. Double you entendre. Me? Cooking so like, bread, making bread. <laughs> Come on, dough. Dough, you say? Dough, you say? Dough, yeah. dough rate me. I know a thing uh, or two. <laughs> it was funny because one of the the last times I showed up for work, I was joking because I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be here like tomorrow," but like. They didn't know that I meant like I'm gonna be here tomorrow flying to LA to leave. Right. Except for like the boss knew that, but like everybody that I worked with didn't know. But that was a really good feeling. Like, you know, crossing the terminal and being like, I'm not coming back. And I actually <laughs> did it. So that was really funny. But like once that started when I was in LA, just made connections and I wound up meeting Dave Siddick. Okay. Dave Siddick is the producer and like I guess you could call him frontman of TV on the radio. And TV on the radio is one of my favorite bands of all time. You live in New York, you know, they got their start in New York. Yeah. I was like an indie rock kid yeah. growing up, you know what I mean? Just as much as rap, just as much as anything else. 
And he liked my music and wanted to work. So we wound up working on a project called Limbo. Damn. Which to me, I wanted it to be a part of Floating While Dreaming in a way, because I was working on a floating series, which essentially was going to be Floating While Dreaming, Limbo, Floating While Dreaming 2, and then Gravity. I wound up switching the order of those last two, gotcha. but it was always meant to be a trilogy slash series. Mm -hmm. And he was down for the idea and really challenged me like to make music outside of what's current and what's popping. And I really thank Dave Siddick for that because like a lot of times as a recording artist, especially now with like how trendy things are, you know, yeah. it's easy to be like, oh, I have to do something that's like current or yeah. at least sounds. How do I keep up? How do I keep how do up I with keep the up? algorithm? How do I keep up with yeah. the trends? How do I keep up with all the hot sound bites? That Am I posting enough? Yeah, is, it, yeah. is it funny oh, enough? Yeah. Is it da da da? Yeah. Does it look yeah. cool yeah. enough? Yeah. He allowed me to think outside of that. And like, this guy doesn't even post rarely. You know what I mean? Isn't but, that the goal to grow and not post? That's well, when you know you well, made I it. Think, <laughs> I think at a certain point, you have to let the music speak for itself. Yes. And everybody comes to that point, right? But I think that there is multiple different stages to getting there. It doesn't look- You gotta good. play the game. Exactly. You can't escape the steps. You gotta play, so, yeah. you gotta play your game, Yeah. right? Yeah. And I think that he played his game well. He knows how to produce, knows how to make records. And that's what he does. I'm kind of similar. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I know how to make a great song, hit song, whatever. I wound up going to Caroline for distribution through Capitol Records for okay. that record for Limbo. Didn't really perform as good as we wanted it to, but I wound up going on tour off of that, which was really great. That tour was a very special tour for me. I headlined my own tour, my first one across, this, <laughs> across the US. Also before that, I met this wonderful person named Kehlani who took me on tour with her in 2015 and introduced me to a lot of the Bay Area collaborators and stuff that I have to this day. Right, Shout out to right. Kaylani. Shout that. out. On the heels of that, I go on my own tour in 2016 called the Only In Your Dreams Tour. I bring with me Daye Jack, Chaz French, and J.I.D. Jid. And it was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. Toured the whole U.S., Shout out to my homies from Complex giving me free clothes. Uh -huh. It was like, I was feeling, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I was like, I'm in it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, we get in here. some gear. You starting we to get in here. Getting some gear in, you know what I'm saying? We in here. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. All right, all right, let's just jump back in. So in this, this is what we're talking about, 2015, 16, 17, this I mean, you're, you're touring now around. Now 17, yeah, there's now 17. How, I mean, what did you eat when you were on the road? Like, how do you navigate finding comforting food when you're not at home? It wasn't about finding comforting food. It was just about, <laughs> it was about how do I not get ill on the road? Like, you know what I mean? On my rider at the time, I had kale salad. Celery, carrots, a Melbeck. You know, I had a little wine. A little, little Melbeck. And if they didn't have that, <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? Back. You know, I was sipping pinky up. You yeah. know, just a little different, right? That and a whole mango. Wow. I would always you have really get You was getting your vitamins in. Yeah, I had to keep it a little balanced because other than that, you're eating like Mickey D's or whatever. You know what I mean? I think that I was definitely trying to survive anything cost efficient. Put this on my rider type right. of stuff. Right. Was what I was eating as much as I could, because that was going to be the healthy stuff. Anything right. else is like, you know, fried food. Yeah, I mean, you already know. So you got to stop on the side of the road to get the boudin or whatever. A little four for four, you know, shout out to Wendy's. It wasn't glorious. Yeah, yeah. So bring me into how did you get into, you know, global warming and and then obviously floating while dreaming too. During, right before the pandemic, two very important things happened in my life. I was in a session with one of my good friends, Malik95 and Mika Jasper, who's a producer. Both of them are producers, really talented at what they do. And we were in a session in LA and all of us are from New Orleans and talking about how we didn't have anything to call back on. If we were in a different city, like say I go to, go to Philly, go to New York, like who am I linking with from the city that's not a top, top, top A-list celebrity artist? that I've worked with, I think we wanted to bridge a gap between the people that were already working in the city and our friends that are in the city mm -hmm. to have something that we could all call back on mm -hmm. business-wise to incentivize us to like link up more and more together. I love that. You know what I mean? It was really about friends. 
And then when we were in the session, we were talking about like, oh, we'll just call it global warming. <laughs> and like, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna call it global warming. So I like got the little at, I put a little Pangea Abby for like global warming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even have the password for that yeah. anymore. Why, we we why, have a different, why are the, different account. the vowels taken out? Uh, because the internet. <laughs> like copyright, like trademark or something? Or no, like it's really because we didn't want to mess with like the SEO searches for like actual, actual climate global, change actual and climate like change. people that are actually doing their work out there. I feel like it's like, you got to have a little separation. That boy didn't want to mess up the flow of climate conversations. I mean, look, 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 look. You're right. <laughs> so I'll just say that. Sips beer. Um, Sips beer. <laughs> but it snowballed into something way bigger. I think we think of New Orleans as such a fragmented, even though we're all closely knit together, you know, it's a small city. Yeah. There's these different groups and these different cliques that make people feel like, oh, these New Orleans artists don't fuck with one another. Uh, That's not the case. Uh -huh. I think it's just we feel as though giving into other waves or like supporting other waves may take away from what we have going on, which I feel like global warming is exploiting as a myth. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think we're all sharing each other's energy. That doesn't mean like posting everybody's stuff, but that means like really showing up. like Real support, yeah. human human life, like- Pulling up to shows, yeah. you know what I mean? Buying yeah. merch, like doing the real things that push the needle forward right. business-wise. Yeah. And we did that. Yeah. And so in 2021, we released Global Warming Volume One. <laughs> and yep. you know, double XL complex, NAACP, you know, all these people supporting it, the mayor. But it was really the sessions that really inspired me to come back. And I think what's bigger than that with the global warming community is the sense of what we can do for the community that helped inspire us. We teamed up with Glass Half Full and did these 504 bracelets where it was a recycled piece of glass. First off, let me tell you, Glass Half Full does glass recycling. Right. And essentially they make sand and also are working on making beads so that mm -hmm. we don't have to buy our beads from, you know, China. Right. They're trying to build jobs here, et cetera. That makes um, sense. And recycle at the same time, you know, win-win. So we teamed up with them to help with that recycle effort and overwhelmingly had a good response. We sold out of the bracelets, yeah. the 504 bracelets. You know, the idea being, if you love your city, help keep it clean by coming by and recycling glass. Damn. <laughs> Bring that glass here, boy. <laughs> that was the name of it. And, you know, we'll give you a ticket or a percentage off of these handmade glass beads that have 504 indentation on them. So it was really cool to see that and how people responded yeah. to it. And now people have a relationship right. with Glass Half Full from that. Hopefully we helped. Yeah, I mean, and then, and it, it sounds like global warming wasn't necessarily a music first. It's almost like friendship and community first with the byproduct of literal hit records. <laughs> Facts. Facts. <laughs> like, Facts. All right, listen. I see you now. You're kind of doing like a DJing vibe or something, like the Pelloween yeah. and the, like like. So, yeah. what's next for Pell? Like, well, that you can talk about, I guess. I mean, in 2023 specifically, I feel like more solo records. Float of Our Dreaming released in 2021, and I was able to go on tour off of that, which was great. The past year, I've been basically doing more features than anything. I think it's really about refocusing and refocusing on what stories I want to tell on my travels. Like I'm big on the map method. My OG told me this once, you know, mm -hmm. like movement activates possibility, MAP. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. you gotta be out here and you gotta be doing things. And I've been able and afforded to see some things that people where I'm from may not ever see, right? right? Incorporating that in the music that I make and 
the message that I'm giving to the youth or whoever follows my music, who's been following my music, is really what 2023 is about. I love it. So definitely yeah. new music coming soon. Yeah. Uh, definitely new global warming music. Yes. Coming. What, yeah, you, what just, you gonna do? The 985? No. To the listeners out there, make sure that you're listening to all of Pell's music. Find it wherever you can stream music. At Pell, um, yeah. At Pell, yeah, on Instagram, obviously. It is time for, I don't think I prepared you for this. It's time for our flaky game. Okay. Each game is different for each guest, but it usually relates back to the dish that I prepared as well as your profession. So, <laughs> there's some song lyrics out in the world that mention catfish. And, wow. I'm gonna, and, I, and I'm gonna test your knowledge and see if you can tell me what artist is the performer. Actually, one of them is chicken, two of them is catfish. Okay. I already have one in mind, but I, I don't, I wonder <laughs> it, if you say It's it. probably the one I'm gonna say. All right, go. <clears throat> Dirty South mind-blowing, dirty South bread. Catfish fried up, dirty South fed. Sleep in a cop-picking, dirty South bed. Dirty South girls give me dirty South. Wow. <laughs> uh, are we rolling? Uh, <laughs> why do I want to say, I really don't know, which is crazy. What if I didn't do it in such a poetic? Let's see if I can imitate the artist here. All right, let's go. No, I'm not even going to try. I'm try gonna, it. I'm try it. Please try it. Dirty South, mom blown dirty South bread. Catfish fried up, dirty South fed. Sleep in the cop picking dirty South bed. Dirty South girls give me dirty South. Is this David Benner? No. <laughs> this is ludicrous. Oh, my God. Southern hospitality, man. Oh, my God. Sorry, Luda. <laughs> Sorry, Luda. Sorry for imitating well, your thought, voice. Well, I mean, if you were going to lose use Luda, I thought you were chicken and beer. You said chicken. I did say I chicken. Ah, uh, yeah. So, no, let's go, let's go. Un unfortunately, you aren't going to go three for three, but... I still can go one for three. Yes. Maybe. So, next, we have... Mmm, <clears throat> fried chicken, fly vixen. Give me heart disease, but I need you in my kitchen. You a bird, but you ain't a key. You've got wings, but you can't fly away from me. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> mm, oh, fried. my God. Mm, fried chicken. Fly I don't know rap. Give me heart disease, but need you in my kitchen. You a bird, but you ain't a key. You've got wings, but you can't fly away from me. The song is called Fried Chicken. No. Nas and Busta Rhymes. Ah, I think I think it's from I forget what is the album I forget the album. But yeah, what it's, album it, it's is such this? A, it's such a great song. He talks about like the the oil dripping. I, it's it's really great. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, send me, so send me that. I guess I came a little bit fried too strong. Fried chicken. Okay, bad. Fried chicken. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Give you heart disease, but need you in my. Some old head is looking at me <laughs> so terribly right now. There's no judgment. There's no judgment. No, I, I want uh, you to keep this in, though. Oh, oh like we, please, yes. Oh, we, we keeping it in. <laughs> All right, last one. It's not rap. All right. Uh oh. It is a very legendary musician, though. Uh oh. <laughs> no I'm pressure. A, I'm gonna buy a hundred pounds of catfish, cook it all up on the grill, fix some beans and cornbread. Everybody's gonna get their fill. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I really fucked fell over on this job. I, I, I really came a little too aggressive on this. I, I came a little too strong on this. I feel bad. Here I am thinking you're gonna be like that bitch is really bad. She a catfish. Like, oh, no. I'm like, I'm like thinking like very contemporary shit, and you're like, I don't know this one either. This is BB King playing with my friends. God, very good. It's very, hey, but you know what? Good it's, one. That's just a random song I've happened to hear. It's not like a, one of the most popular hit singles or anything. No, but, no, 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 no. no. That's good. There. That's good. So listen, before we let our listeners go, we're, we're definitely wanting to 
find out what organization means a lot to you as you continue to grow in your career, as you continue to help out the communities here in New Orleans or communities wherever it is that you contribute. What is the organization that is near and dear to your heart right now? For the horticulture is really near and dear, especially it's like fam. Shout out to Nate, shout out to Crystal, Crystal Sims, Cameron, heads it. And it's really important because we're talking about food. We've been talking about, you know, we're here on the Flaky Biscuit podcast. Mm, mm, mm. And I feel like last year or two years ago, you know, when Hurricane Ida came through, we, we had a lot of conversation about like food deserts and like how certain people weren't able to like go to a supermarket in their neighborhood or weren't able to get the food that they needed. And oftentimes without something like that or Ida happening, people don't really recognize that as a problem in their own backyard. And I think what they're doing that for the horticulture in terms of helping people find or have sustainable gardens in their backyard and setting that up for them. We actually helped them last year make some seed starters and like, oh, you know, snap. like reusable edible gardens, That's which fire. was really an amazing project. I think that a lot of people don't realize how valuable that is yeah. until they don't have it and a disaster happens like that. But it's good to see that people are forward thinking about those who need it. That is, I mean, honestly, for the listeners out there, make sure the Instagram, I think it's at for the underscore horty underscore culture. Make sure you check out the websites, all the show notes. Can people volunteer while they're here in New Orleans? We can donate, we can kind of show any kind of support possible. Food insecurity is very, very serious, especially in communities like this. So I appreciate you bringing that to light and making that part of something that you think about as you continue to tour the world and have fun and and make music. It's very important that you're always... (laughs) Mate was down under last week, but he's been here on Flaky Biscuit Pell. Yo. Thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate you, man. Like, Y'all really, fake really... applause? Yeah. Ah. Ah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, baby. All right, man. My guy. Allah. Thank you. In the spirit of food and music, two of my favorite things, here is Pell's unreleased track to take us out. This is Jambalaya, exclusively on Flaky Biscuit. Uh. Uh. I still remember cold November set to match my temper. Smelling love through the house coming from the kitchen. Mama whipping up a present for her young and gifted. Okay, thank you so much for listening. If y'all want my catfish recipe, find it on Shondaland.com. I know y'all gonna want that recipe because let me tell you something right now. When I fry a fish, it's no joke. It's no game. I gotta see y'all, man. I wanna see y'all frying up some fish. Tag me at Artisan Brian. Tag Pell at Pell Yeah. Tag Shondaland. Post your photos, post your videos. You know what I'm saying? Let me see the oil sizzling. Get into the Discord. Chat with your fellow listeners. Chat with me, Brian Ford. Uh, The advice I can give you here, make sure your oil is right around 375. Please use a thermometer. Don't let your oil get too hot because then it's going to turn brown and your oil going to get dirty. Da-da-da-da-da. The fish ain't going to be cooked right. All right? 375 on oil. And remember, y'all, do it for the horticulture. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at for the underscore horty, that's H-O-R-T-I, underscore culture. All those handles and the link to the recipe are in the show notes for this episode. If you like Flaky Biscuit, rate it, review it. Five stars, 10 stars, all right? This is the best food podcast ever exists. Make sure that you let everyone know that. Let's blow it up, man. Let's make it big. Flaky Biscuit is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche, Lauren Homan, Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our creative producer is Bridget Kenna, 
And our editor and producer is Nicholas Harder with music by Crucial. Recipes from Flaky Biscuit can be found each week on Shondaland.com. Subscribe to the Shondaland YouTube channel for more Flaky Biscuit content. Flaky Biscuit is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.